Hi, so I was thinking about checking in with you again, and I was just hanging out here with Roland, my son. He's super cool. He's talking a lot right now. About seven months old already, almost. He's been working on crawling and, well, really scooting and rolling over whichever direction he'd like to and showing me his toys trying to balance sitting up most of the way by himself but still needs help it's like a huge good crunch he's super strong <laughs> sometimes he tries to say stuff to us Sometimes he just yells. And sometimes it sounds like he says, I love you. So I just thought maybe it'd be okay for him to fart around in the background here. And I might take a break if he needs my help more than just hanging out nearby each other in what seems to be maybe the perfect recording space, all surrounded by soft stuff. I'm in my closet slash floor bed area that's safe for me and Roland. Um, he can't go down any levels and get a bonk. So I could leave him for a nap and walk to the other room, come back and look at him. And, uh, Anyways, that's uh, just a little update about the baby. Everybody wants to know about the baby, right? I don't know. I do. <laughs> if you have any baby updates, please, please leave them for me. I'd really, really like to check in with everybody about all their babies. And even like new project idea babies. I, I just um, curious and interested what everybody else is doing since I have not got the pleasure of being in touch with each and every person that may listen here. <laughs> Roland was just trying to get his pacifier in his mouth, but it wouldn't turn the right orientation so he's expressing himself about it now he's talking to it more anywho uh, I'm really tired right now but I'm feeling kind of pumped to be recording again and I just had a few updates that I wanted to share like, um, we had puppies, puppies, little baby Frenchie puppies, and we're on the two-hour feeding schedule, so we've been working really hard in shifts, Travis and I, to fix, um, fix these little pups up to their, uh, best health and uh, make sure the mama's in ship shape after she had a c-section to get these little tiny dogs out and it seems like everybody's healthy and healing so um, 
feeling grateful and uh, more and more confident since we took the AKC Wellbeing class online. We had some extra good information that starting to sink in with this being our second round of litters. I say litters because last week Hope had her puppies. They're six days old. And next week Maya is going to have some puppies. We just confirmed via ultrasound that uh, she's definitely carrying a litter. And so I'm going to have more than 14 dogs in the house starting next week, which is crazy. I'll be looking to find the best matchups I can for placements for the puppies and um, people that love Frenchie dogs or need a new dog or <laughs> um, wish they had the perfect companion that's not too barky. Uh, very smart and uh, friendly. I hope they find me and I hope these pups find them. So once again, I'm always looking for connection when I'm trying to record this podcast and share with you. I'm mostly also seeking response that includes like what's going on for you what's exciting how can I support you Um, some of my more updates are with my husband he had a neck cancer a skin cancer and uh, we had it removed in January and we had a very few stressful months after learning about it and planning to get the surgery and having everything be pushed off a couple of times by the doctors. Then he had about a month of healing and everything went pretty smooth. We didn't have any further infection and you probably can't even barely tell unless he shows you where that was exactly so I'm just like really excited and glad that we don't have this cancer literally cancer hanging out in our family with our um inside my husband's neck like I'm one I'm like relieved that he'll be alive and here to be with our children and I mean unfortunately you kind of have to think about the mortality of uh, yourself and your loved ones when you face things like that, especially when it's like right around your important parts of your pathways and your body and you hope that it's not aggressive or anything like that. And so we were really thankful that it was just like one of the most common kinds and one of the most common surgeries that the doctors were especially confident at and um, that he healed up quickly and um, that he's feeling vibrant without this cancer in our life. So, uh, 
yeah, just the, the weight of that is so lifted and moving on, moving on. I uh, decided that it was the right thing to do to try to find new homes for our horses and uh, try to create a financial flow for our family that way. And um, when I'm ready to do horses again, spend more time and energy, I'll probably need more adults ready to be in the mix with their time and energy to keep it safe for the kids and I'll probably get some horses that need a little tune-up just like the ones that I'm selling now and then those horses will uh, be just exactly the right age and not just barely getting a little too old for my kids to confidently learn how to be the best horsemanship <laughs> partner that they can. I'm just laughing because Roland is cheeseling at me. He's been sitting up for nine minutes now and hanging out and talking and he burped and he's wiping his face and he's showing me how he could wipe my face. It's so amazing what, what um, a little bit more mobility will do for your baby's confidence. Uh, <laughs> he's fitting in perfectly with my family, and uh, Aloha is learning so much about her brother and how to be a big sister and how to watch out for others and be kind and gentle. <laughs> she likes making him laugh. We do a lot of tickling. And also watching each other's body language for clues about how comfortable that might be. And when to stop. I um, really like the opportunity for teaching Roland, or teaching Aloha about uh, autonomy through respecting Roland. That's been a pretty big lesson for her lately and she's become an extremely good helper and most of the time she is a really great communicator too. She's already reading and she's not even five. I have to brag. I have to brag that my daughter is not even and she is reading, sounding things out, going for it. She'll pick up my nature books, any book basically, even magazines or mail, and start reading who it's to and where it's going. And she's got a lot of these kind of extra concepts formulating. So... I'm feeling confident about our homeschooling plan and uh, her love of learning, fostering a love of learning in my daughter. And watching that blossom is extremely exciting to me as an intellectual. It's feeding my need for exploring subjects deeper and enriching ideas that she has 
I am extremely committed to supporting Aloha in whatever learning endeavors she feels drawn to. I think that's one of the foundations of my goals for her as a caretaker of this precious part of her learning journey. I feel like I expect her to be sort of neurodivergent because I don't expect her to be neurotypical because we don't really know what is what inside of our brains. There's so many things we do not know about the way that we think. And there are so many more divergent thinking folks out there now that the needle for neurotypical is aiming kind of at divergent. And who wouldn't want to be divergent? I mean, it means extra, right? I'm so extra. We don't want to be average thinkers. We want to be above average thinkers. And when I learned about neurotypical and neurodivergent thinking people and why the difference is important to note but also not important to point out is just it felt like a superpower. I was like, oh yeah, I do think a little differently than a lot of people, but this big picture idea in way of seeing the world and feeling uh, is so incredible. It is my whole reality and I can't escape it. So I guess I embrace it. And I hope that others do a similar kind of self-learning. It's one of my cognitive biases, actually, that because I do deep self-work, other people must be doing deep self-work a lot of the time. But that's just not true. And I see more and more as I become informed about different kinds of trauma and how it affects folks going forward in their lives that everyone is always going to be dealing with something everybody is always carrying around a hurt that you can't see that they can't talk about and even when they do talk about they're not telling you the darkest parts of the meanest things that their brain has tried to get them to believe or the scariest thoughts that they've had to move through and I just have so much compassion for all the human beings living on this planet that have ever been a part of modern society because modern society is not set up to support wellness. There's nothing about living in giant cities and um, going all different directions with our families and then coming home just to barely sleep or barely take care of our homes and do it all again soon after. I uh, just 
there's nothing that supports wellness in that model. And so that's part of the reason why I choose this off-grid life that I live. And it's a really big part of why I feel satisfied, even though there's a lot of funny things that happen out here. Okay, so I have a special tool that we call mom milk in my family. And it's called breastfeeding my son to sleep. I knew he was like mostly ready, but now I've got him down. And thanks to mom milk and my ninja skills, I was able to quietly roll away. Now the background noise that you hear is my dog Hope snoring while I latch her puppies onto her nipples for their mom milk time. And then um, I get to talk to you all about breastfeeding because it's honestly one of the topics that I'm extremely passionate about. So, um, more on that later. So, one of the funny things that happened around here recently was that our power system wasn't quite working the way that it was designed. And I'll tell you about the way it was designed because that's like a, something you need to know probably to be able to have any context for the whole story that I'm about to tell you. So, the way our power system works is that we have a solar power, a solar grid that powers through an inverter to a battery bank and the inverter tells, the verter, inverter measures the battery bank and how much power is available and then the inverter tells the generator to turn on if the gener if the battery bank gets low and there's no sun power available. So the idea is that our batteries would generally have enough power available for our household and that they would never run low because the inverter will always tell the backup generator to turn on. So we had a problem with our generator when we upgraded our system to be connected to this generator. Then it wasn't starting properly on the queue that the inverter was giving it. So then we had our contractor come back and try to find the problem and chase down the problem and eventually they just brought us a new machine and I'm so thankful that now the new machine just turns on. So when the batteries get a little bit low, then the new machine just turns on and charges up our system. So even though we've had a couple of overcast days and we're running more power than we usually do with these puppies, um, and we have them in an incubator, so the juice is getting used up faster than we usually do since we're not usually all awake at night and running 
fans and heaters and stuff like that. And uh, so the power system is working, thankfully. And I guess the funny thing about it was not really that funny. <laughs> but you might think it was a little bit funny if you were me who had this system that was all designed to be kind of automatic and then you were facing flashlight in the dark with the newborn um, cancer recovery wound care uh, without power trying to go running outside to turn on the generator manually while my husband made sure that the kids were safe inside with no power while he could barely hold the kids because um, he's not supposed to lift heavy stuff or get stressed out or um, have the baby swipe his wound. It was just kind of ridiculous. So it was like a lot of weird, funny kind of things. I'm saying funny, but it was really annoying. So... The end feeling is actually just gratefulness that our power system has been restored to the original plan of how it was supposed to work, and um, we're back to life as usual, <laughs> which is very unusual for most folks. So that's why it's funny. It's because it's life as usual, but it's very unusual. <laughs> Um, it's funny to tell other people about our little shenanigans that happen around here, usually with animals, but a lot of times it's also with our systems. Like, um, I guess some other time I'll probably tell you about like our water system and how we deal with our trash and, um, and, uh, our plan for food storage. I really like thinking about food systems, um, because we can do a good amount of growing our own food out here. I just kind of need to get on top of that learning curve that's been happening ever since I moved here. There's a, a unique microclimate that doesn't totally match up with the zones on the gardening books and... I have to find which places around the property have seasons that work for me and my plants. And then I have to find plants that go along with that. So I just, I just have a lot of promise, a lot of space, a lot of gardening and stuff like that. So that's what I'll talk about probably when I talk about food systems along with like canning and preserving, which I've been learning a lot about. Some of my best learning has come from Facebook groups of off-grid and homesteading women. So I'll probably share a few of those tips with you and definitely let me know if you're very interested in those because I'll get to it sooner. I just uh, have to take a little break from recording and I'm going to 
see about my other dogs in the yard since that's part of my job as the dog mom. Well, I'm back to my little studio and Roland woke up so you might hear him farting around here in the background. I've had a pretty productive day but I have a few more items on my to-do list and I'm running out of sunshine. Which is a major part of the way I pay attention to the passing time. So, if you guys will excuse me, I will finish out this episode by saying the intro music had fun names that I really liked, which is what inspired me to just get started on this today. And the intro music was two segments, first called Dance of Felt, and the second called Darn That Weasel. So Darn That Weasel is the name of our episode today. And I thank Anchor for their hosting my podcast. You can visit my podcast host website, which is very simple and allows you to leave a voicemail for me at joyce-cunningham.fm at anchor.com. And I would really appreciate any feedback if you have some for me. Even if it's just a tidbit about like what's been going on for you, new projects, kid updates, um, the weather where you're at. I know I have some friends that are listening that moved. Seriously though, visit me at craftwild at patreon.com and leave me some feedback about this project. I know it's almost a year in the mix and that's since I launched, but I've actually been working on this in my mind for over three years and I really appreciate all my supporters helping to encourage me and give me feedback about the sound and just let me know that they enjoy the content and makes me want to record more and build it into my life and I'm feeling really good about how this went over today with the baby and the puppies and um, I should mention that while I was here with this time and space in my mind was also provided by my husband Travis taking Aloha my four-year-old to a Costco trip and that meant Roland and I got to relax, go to sleep, feed the puppies without all the hullabaloo of the four of us being a family in and out of the doors, chatting with each other, trying to communicate as best we can and taking care of all of our needs with food and chores and all the responsibilities of living out here. So I'm excited to keep on sharing and I hope that you'll share back with me in whatever format suits you. Give me a call if you've got my number or send me an email through Patreon or Anchor. 
com. I really appreciate you listening. Thanks for your time. Have a great day. Good morning. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Mm-hmm.